Welcome everyone to the seventh episode of the Bleed Hockey Podcast, brought to you by the YouTube channel Easy Hockey Reviews. Um, usually, I like to, uh, you know, have a nice, you know, happy episode for the most part, at least uh, toward the ending. But we'll uh, get into that toward the end. Um, just an overview of what we're gonna go over here. Uh, we've got some news for you. Um, circling back on some news that's like old news that I'm actually surprised it actually is still news, uh, sort of, uh, signings and also breaking down, uh, Golden Knights versus Sabres. Uh, so no blues today, uh, Golden Knights, uh, tonight. Uh, first off, for those who don't know, uh, much about me, um, especially, you know, like personally, uh, like personal interests, other than the fact that I absolutely love hockey and that my favorite team is, uh, is the St. Louis Blues, obviously. Um, I also like heavy music, like uh, metal, hard rock, um, hardcore uh, music as well. And um, just scrolling through my Instagram feed uh, earlier today, and uh, it was a picture of... Um, Artemi Panarin doing his little leg hike thing that he does, I guess. that That's what he does now uh, when he scores. Um, and the NHL put, um, as I'm trying to pull this up so I can read it verbatim, uh, mentioning right here uh, what the little uh, asterisk, Q knocked loose in the background uh, asterisk. And um, which kind of took me back by surprise because, number one, I know the NHL, at least like publicly, like on TV, they'll be pushing, um, you know, country acts, pop rock acts, or even or, like Green Day, stuff like that. Um, but for them to mention a, a band, a hardcore band, the a hardcore band like Knock Loose, <laughs> I mean... Not to say there's anything bad about them because they're actually probably like I'd probably go as far as to say they're my favorite band uh, as of right now, uh, that's for sure. Um, but I just kind of found that cool that uh, they're getting the uh, acknowledgement that they deserve, especially from a sports league, a premier sports league in the world, uh, acknowledging Knock Loose. So uh, maybe uh, maybe we'll see uh, a. Um, Maybe we'll see a little like song uh, that Knock Loose can write for uh, Wednesday Night Hockey next year. Uh, that'd be kind of cool instead of the Green Day song that uh, that plays during that uh, Wednesday Night Hockey. Um, and this is only for America because um, Canada's got TSN and Sportsnet, so they don't really have to uh, worry about that kind of stuff. But also speaking of networks and... Um, I guess the crisis, I I mean, first world problems, I guess, but still, um, so way back in the off season, um, just to show you how long it was, um, this is probably pre, um, pre the, uh, time that I actually, you know, used a microphone, like a physical microphone in the videos, um, I may I uh, reported on well first off um, that 
Dish slash Sling, because Sling is owned by Dish, uh, was no longer carrying uh, Fox Sports Regional Networks. That includes, uh, for St. Louisans, uh, Fox Sports Midwest, if you're in Kansas City, Fox Sports Kansas City, Indiana Southwest, uh, if you're in the Tampa area, Fox Sports Sun, you, you get the picture. Um, and DirecTV, and believe Comcast is in that, uh, but Comcast resolved, uh, DirecTV resolved with them, um, you, and apparently to this day, because uh, they've been the blackout of Fox Sports Regional Networks started July 26th. July 26th. Um, as I do the quick math here on how long that was ago, um, regard, re, that, that's just insane. Um, that it's been that long since they've, uh, had service for that. Um, so, wait, let's fix this. Uh, keep counting. So, it's been 172 days, if you're counting, um, since they, uh, since they had, um, Since they've had service for Dish slash Sling to have the Fox Sports Regional Networks. Um, which is ridiculous. Obviously, there's ma many much better things to be worrying about in the world. But um, if you're a sports fan, especially if you're paying your hard-earned money for uh, legacy cable like Dish. Or even, or even a service like Sling that's supposed to be the future of cable television. And you're still having this this deal, when, especially when DirecTV resolved. And basically everyone else has no problem with it. But for whatever reason, Dish uh, is still having a problem with it. Um, which also the rope in Comcast into the bit with Dish with uh, Altitude Sports, which is the regional network for all the Colorado teams, including the uh, Colorado Avalanche, Denver Nuggets, uh, and the Colorado Rockies. Um, they don't have their service either. Um, so same same scenario. Um, Dish was also, uh, no, DirecTV was also part of that, but they resolved. So uh, unlike the uh, Fox Sports portion, Comcast is still have yet to resolve uh, that issue with altitude. Um which that uh, that happened roughly around the same time as the Fox Sports uh, thing happening, but um, at this point, if it hasn't if it hasn't been resolved by now, you, you if if you really 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 want to have your sports, and you can just. You know, I, I I know how some people, you know, you have your DVR already set. You don't want to change stuff. That's all fine and dandy. But um, if you genuinely want to watch your, your sports, uh, sometimes you might just have to bite the bullet, switch to a different carrier. 
Um, if you're in the uh, the boat for Altitude Sports, maybe switch to DirecTV. Or if that's not uh, good for you, uh, try one of the uh, the streaming networks like um, Hulu. Uh, plus, uh, Hulu has live TV. YouTube TV is also a thing. I'm not gonna try to push anyone on PS View, uh, PlayStation View, because that uh, actually uh, closes down at the end of this month, uh, January. Um, but yeah, um, and I want to say uh, Fubo TV also uh, carries that too. But I, you might want to double check that. But um, there's there's options out there, and if you're in the uh, Fox Sports uh, portion. Um, same same thing. Uh, try to trade uh, change to uh, spe- uh, Charter Spectrum, um, DirecTV, or once again the streaming uh, services. And there is for the sports, Fox Sports peop- uh, folks. Uh, there is a website you can look at. Put in your zip code, and it'll actually uh, tell you which uh, carriers of cable, uh, both legacy and the uh, streaming versions of that, uh, it'll tell you uh, who is carrying those networks, uh, and that would be keep uh, keep my home team home teams dot com, and I'll I'll put that in the show notes as well. So one more time, uh, keep my home teams dot com is where you can find that information. Um, so hopefully, uh, you guys can get back to watching your guys's NHL hockey, and. Um, yeah, me. It, it's a shame that it it comes to this in this time and age, um, but you know, business is business, I suppose. Um, and speaking of business here, uh, Washington Capitals have re-signed forward Nicholas Backstrom, Backstrom to a five-year, forty-six million-dollar contract with an average annual value of nine point two million. Um, and a note being that uh, Backstrom negotiated that contract without a hel- without the help of an agent so he did it all by himself so uh you don't really see that in the uh, modern nhl uh right now but uh pretty admirable to say the least um but yeah uh backstrom is with capitals for at least the next five uh which also safe to say he's going to get protected in that uh that it's expansion draft that's happening not this summer, but the following summer. And um, speaking of uh, that region, uh, Battle of Alberta. Uh, the saga continues. Uh, as I, I want to say, we've spent about an episode or two talking about the uh, Mac Kachuk and Zach Cassian uh, little quarrel that they have um, between each other. Um Zach Cassian uh, has been suspended to two games um, for uh, being uh, under the ruling of being an aggressor. Um, and Zach Cassian basically came out saying uh, that he uh, is prepared for the next time that uh, he meets Matt Kachuk on the ice. Um, just to kind of paraphrase what he's saying. And... Um, he even talked to George Peros, uh, the guy that makes the rulings for the suspensions. Um, 
and he and George Peros uh, explained to Cassian why those hits were clean. So Cassian is basically saying, hey, okay, so I th- he thought, Cassian thought that those hits weren't necessarily clean, but if the NHL's player safety, the head of player safety is saying that those are clean, then he knows what he can do to Mac Chuck. And he's basically just came out on live television and basically told him, like, yeah, I, I, I basically... Uh, um, he knows what he can do, what he's uh, allowed to do. Um, and an excerpt that he's saying that uh, I think I I can do what Matt Kachuk did. If the league is saying saying that is clean, I can do exactly that. I didn't think you were allowed to, but after speaking with George George Peros, uh, apparently you are allowed. Uh, that is fine. That is great news. I'm a big guy who can skate, and I can do that kind of stuff. And he was also mentioning on how he has a good, mem- a great memory, um, and their division rivals, and uh, basically uh, calling out Math Matkachuk and basically being like he's going to get his. And basically, it's he's saying that revenge is coming. Um, it's a long-winded way of saying revenge is coming, um, which, with that said. Um, Zach Cassian's first game back off of his suspension because the Oilers have one more game before the All-Star break. Uh, and then after that, um, his suspension will be up after the All-Star break. And their first game, which is in Edmonton, uh, is against the Calgary Flames. So with Calgary Flames, Edmonton Oilers, Zach Cassian, Matt Kachuk, in Edmonton. So it's going to be a, lot, a little bit of a different. Um, it's going to be the same, a same atmosphere, but different because instead of the atmosphere kind of being behind Kachuk, the wind in the sails of Kachuk, the wind would be in the sails of Cassian um, if anything was to go down, um, at least in the fan perspective. Um, and. Yeah, it's going to be some pretty good hockey to see that. Um, and if I'm not covering anything on that game, I'll uh, certainly cover that for sure because uh, I'd like to see how that transpires. Um, and apparently, Calgary Flames fans have crowdfunded $2,500 to erect a billboard of Matt Kachuk's face in Edmonton uh, to even further fan the flames of the Battle of, Battle of Alberta. <laughs> um. So that's pretty interesting, and apparently Oilers fans uh, on Twitter have responded by donating money in Zach Cassian's name to a Calgary-based charity that focuses on feeding hungry children uh, by the name of Brown Bagging It. So Calgary Flames fans looking kind of silly in that regard um, as um, Oilers fans trying to take a little bit of, I'd say, the classier route, um, donating money. The charity, even though it's in Zach Cassian's name. So, um, in the end, the kids win. And that's all that matters. Um, yeah. And uh, switching gears to the New Jersey Devils. Uh, New Jersey Devils forward Nico Heischer will be replacing injured teammate Kyle Palmieri at the 2020 NHL All-Star game. Um, I guess you're... Um, kind of uh, scrounging for scraps for people that you're worthy enough to go to the All-Star game because even P.K. Subban didn't make the tri- uh, make, make the uh, 
the All-Star Game. And speaking of the PKC bands, uh, he has publicly made it known that he's not asking for a trade. Um, and we all know what happened the last time that uh, basically there's a notion saying that they weren't trying to ask for a trade because I'm pretty sure Taylor Hall didn't ask for a trade and he ended up going uh, to Arizona for some picks and prospects. So I would not uh, suspect P.K. Subban finishing his season in New Jersey. Um, and at the end of this month, I'm going to do a episode... Uh, if not, I actually know, um, I want to say probably like the first week and one of the first weekend of February, we're going to, uh, break down who I think should be a buyer and who should be a seller. Um, and by then hopefully, uh, some news outlets, which are, I've already looked and apparently some news outlets are already saying, uh, who could be on the move as in personnel wise. Uh, they haven't really said who's going to be a seller at that point. But um, hopefully by then, there'll be some media outlets that uh, put out a list of teams that are buy- that should be buyers and sellers. And then I can uh, kind of uh, see, like, um, see how that is and compare it to what I uh, were, were to think um, about that. Um, and in other news... Uh, Sidney Crosby has returned to the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins lineup after missing 28 games with an injury um, uh, to his core muscle, which he had to get surgery on. Um, and that's good news for the, uh, the Penguins as, as they are uh, hurting for personnel, although they're not hurting in the standings because they're doing uh, pretty darn well in the standings, to say the least as they are currently in the league uh, fourth overall, um, three points above the Islanders. And in their division, they're actually second in their division, only four points behind uh, Washington. So not too bad, to say the least, especially missing out on Sidney Crosby. And now since they got him back, who boy. And uh, as of... Uh, recording uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins actually beat the Minnesota Wild 7-3 in Pittsburgh. <laughs> um, which Crosby did get a goal uh, in this game. And he was the first star in the uh, that game versus the uh, Minnesota Wild. Surprise, surprise. Um, and what else we have for you? Oh, yeah, and Chris Letang. Um, he has now passed his 400th. Uh, he is now in the 400 club for assists as of today in that game against the Wild. So congratulations to Chris Letang. Um, good to see him uh, making some milestones. And uh, back on the injury front, uh, the St. Louis Blues, because I got to talk about the Blues. Always got to talk about the Blues. Um, the Blues have activated Carl Gunnarsson from the injured reserve. After being out since December thirteenth, and on the con- and on the other note, uh, they have placed Colton Pareko on the injured reserve uh, with an upper body injury, uh, and he's been out for the past five games, um, giving uh, Nico Mikula a um, a good fair shake in the lineup, and he's been impressing in every single game. He's his his uh, time on ice has gradually grown, um, bit by bit, but. Uh, He's getting that uh, 
experience in. And a lot of people, uh, at least um, the broadcasters, are comparing him to a Joel Edmondson, um, just a big guy that uh, gets in lanes and uh, kind of like muscles his way around, uh, which is kind of what the the Blues need. Um, especially now preco has gone, another big body that's out of the uh, lineup. And then we'll have to see where uh, Gunnarsson fits in and to uh, – the bit. If anything, they'll probably, he'll probably just take uh, Bortuzzo's spot, but Bortuzzo's also been playing pretty good uh, defensively as well, as of late. And um, while we're on the subject of the Blues, um, but not really about the Blues, it's about the Sabres, uh, about a former Blues prospect, Tage Thompson is out for the rest of the season even though... Okay, so... Um, he's out for the rest of the season after having... Uh, shoulder surgery today. Uh, he got injured during the Sabres' game against the Chicago Blackhawks on November 17th, which was the only game he played with the Sabres this season. Okay, so it's January 14th. The dude's been injured since the 17th of November, and you're just now getting him shoulder surgery? Like, I, I don't know if it's one of those things where they thought that, oh, you know, just give him some rest. He don't need surgery. Just see what uh, just letting it heal will do. I guess that's what happened. And then they just kind of was like, all right, this is taking way too long. We need to just do surgery and then you'll just come back uh, during camp or something. But um, hopefully, I mean, he at least he got the surgery and hopefully he can come back and... Um, make the, the trade for Ryan O'Reilly uh, seem worth it for the Buffalo Sabres. As, um, so as of today, um, all of the uh, breaking down all of the trade pieces for Ryan O'Reilly uh, from the Sabres to the Blues and vice versa, Tage Thompson is out for the season with a shoulder injury. Uh, Vladimir Sabotka is out indefinitely with a knee injury. Patrick Berglund has since left the NHL and returned to Europe. Uh, 29, their 2019 first-round pick they acquired from the Blues. Uh, they acquired uh, Ryan Johnson, uh, who currently holds six assists in 22 games at the University of Minnesota. And they uh, have a 2021 second-round pick that they have yet to uh, use yet because it's not 2021 yet. And the Blues... Uh, Ryan O'Reilly has since won the Selkie, the Conn Smythe, and the Stanley Cup. So, so far, I'd go as far as to say that the Blues have definitely, by a landslide, won that trade. But, hey, it's still early, right? It's still early. Um, and now we get into the uh, Golden Knights versus the Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> So, Gold Knights are 24, 18, and 6 uh, coming into this game. The Sabres are 20, 19, and 7 uh, coming to this game. Uh, first, and this is also the first time that the Gold Knights are versing the Sabres uh, this season. And this is also going to be the first time that Colin Miller, uh, who was, uh, was traded from the Gold Knights to the Buffalo Sabres, uh, will be versing the Gold Knights. 
uh, and you'll be seeing a lot. You'll be hearing about a lot, of, a lot of him uh, in this game. Uh, so the Sabers are getting the majority of the puck possession uh, for the first half of the period, which then ended up being the almost the entire period, uh, to say the least. Um, out shooting the night seven to two in the first half of the period. Uh, Alex Tuck roughs uh, Evan Rodriguez at fourteen twenty nine, and then Rodriguez uh, holds Alex Tuck at that same time, uh, making it four on four. Um, the Knights were needing to get pucks in deep and often, as well as snuffing out, uh, closing up lanes uh, in front of Mark Andre Fleury. Uh, and the Sabers at the three quarter mark were out shooting the Knights ten to two. And both teams at this point weren't getting the puck deep enough to get a goal uh, or not really getting two good uh, enough chances, even though the Sabres were getting 13-4, which was the shot count for the first period. Um, it um, Just because you shoot a lot doesn't mean you're going to be actual quality shots. I mean, even though it's on, on net, on goal, um, still, I mean, it wasn't quality because they didn't get anything on that. Um, second period starts. Um, the Sabres were protecting um, Linus Olmark very well in the game until I typed that. And then right as I finished typing that, uh, Tomas Nosek gets the uh, Knights on the board at 155 with Chandler Stevenson and Shea Theodore getting the assist to make it 1-0. Cool Knights. Uh, and then Colin Miller trips uh, Cody Eakin at 304, um, which then gets killed off. Uh, and then Max Pacioretty interferes, quote unquote, interferes with uh, Rasmus Sisterlinen at 5:16, and on that power play, Kyla Caposo uh, ties the game on the power play at 6:32 with Sam Reinhart and Connor Sherry getting the assist uh, to make it 1-1 Sabers. Oh no, it's 1-1 because it's tied. Duh. Um, and then the Golden Knights pull a Blues and take a too many uh, men penalty at 9:14. With uh, John Marshall uh, serving said penalty. And on that power play, Sam Reinhardt nets the Sabres' second power play goal of the night at 1941 with Rasmus Sturzlinen and Jack Eichel getting the assist to make it 2 1 Sabres. And uh, the two storylines that I want to really get dig into in this game in particular is. The structure of the Vegas of Vegas's penalty kill unit being not as effective as it needs to be, as it's because power play numbers they're ninth in the in the league, so power play they're fine. PK they're like in the the mid to low twenties. That's not good. And I'll talk about their defensive quarrels right now, like later on. But that's also another thing that they need to worry about is defense. But we'll really divulge into that in a little, like right at the end of this. Uh, shots 12-5 in favor of the Golden Knights in that second period. Third period, Colin Miller gets uh, two minors, one for tripping, one for arts unsportsmanlike conduct. Um, and seconds into that power play, uh, Riley Smith. Ties to game 2-2 two -two at 143 with Shea Theodore and William Carlson getting the assists. Um, and then Jack Eichel at uh, 7.57, like speeding train that he can be, uh, scoring, uh, scores on the breakaway 
uh, to give the Sabres the lead once more, 3-2, to two, uh, with Sam Reinhart and Colin Miller getting the assists on that. Uh, and then Nick Haig holds uh, Jack Eichel's stick at 1253 uh, to send the, uh, the Sabres back on the power play. Uh, and then at 19.35, the final nail was in the coffin for the Golden Knights as Curtis Lazar nets an empty netter. Uh, and then 19.35 unassisted. Uh, shots 10-8 in favor of the Golden Knights. Total shots 26-26 even. Uh, the Knights power play and penalty kill both went 1-for-3. The Sabres penalty kill and power play went 2-for-3. Your final score 4-2 in favor of the Buffalo Sabres. Um, three stars of the game, third star going to Kyle Ocpozo, uh, second star going to Jack Eichel, and first star going to Sam Reinhart. Um, so, while I have the app open, because it has all the stats here, um, Sabres were getting a lot more block shots, uh, they were blocking a lot more shots than Vegas did, uh, 18-6, um, Golden Knights, uh, six giveaways to nine giveaways for the Sabres, um, and six takeaways f uh, versus four for the Sabres. Um, and face-off, uh, the face-off percentage is not too far off, 53.8% uh, for the, uh, the Sabres versus 42, 46.2% uh, for the Golden Knights. Um, and also an adage that is talked about a lot sometimes. Um, well, it's kind of counteractive. It's it's a lot of people talk about it. Um, hits. If you're hitting a lot, you don't have the puck. Um, even though numbers not really too far off, uh, Vegas out hit the Sabers twenty one sixteen, and it was pretty adamant that even though. Uh, in the final two periods, uh, the Golden Knights are starting to get shots on on net. Uh, that first period uh, kind of really killed uh, momentum for them. Um, and just defensively, they just need more structure. Uh, they need to clock the lanes up a lot better. Um, and they need to, because they were kind of relying on the the like the boards to get in to zones uh into the zone uh versus using the middle of the ice to uh get into the zone auto zone um but with the trade deadline coming next month um which i at this point um, as Vegas currently sits in the, they currently sit, um, still in the first wild card spot. So they're not far out, but at the same time, the Pacific division is weak right now. And, um, I'm honestly surprised that two Pacific division teams are even in the wild card spots um i uh kind of for uh saw that the central division would be taking those two wild card spots um 
with Arizona, uh, Arizona, Calgary, and Vancouver are currently the top three in the Pacific. Um, so I mean they're 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 there. Like they if they if Arizona, Calgary, and Vancouver, I mean the Coyotes are winning two nothing right now. But if um the Coyotes were to like go on a little bit of a losing skid, Calgary won a losing skid, and Vancouver. Uh, one of the losing skid, even if they lost two, uh, if each of those two teams lost like two games in a row and Vegas just won one, they would just leapfrog back into first place. So they're not out of the race yet. I mean, there's still plenty of, um, of games to be played left. Everyone has at least like 30 30 35 games um this season to play anyway so i mean i'm not really too worried about them falling out of a playoff contention spot yet but and as of right now yeah i deem vegas as a buying team not a selling team and if they were to buy anything they need to buy defense because they can score goals they can score goals that's fine and dandy they 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 got that down. Goaltending they got that down too, at least in the starter role. Malcolm Subban still I I he he is my Jake Allen in this case. I don't I can't give him the benefit of the doubt. I can give Jake Allen the benefit of the doubt now, as people who listened to last episode heard me say reasons why I can give him the benefit of the doubt now. But Malcolm Subban, I cannot, for the life of me, give him the benefit of the doubt. So if they were to go for so, like another defenseman, uh, top four defenseman, if possible, um, and maybe some backup goaltending, if they can get that under the, under their cap, I I'd be all for it. And that's what they need, um, at least right now, um, as. Uh, their last ten, four, six, and zero. Oh. So they they need to um, get it going, and they they currently in the in the Sweet Sixteen. They are number sixteen, and surprisingly, Columbus is above them, uh, which is not really a big feat. It's mainly just because of the fact that um, they have more games in hand over Vegas. Uh, they have two more. Um, but same I mean same goes for Philly. Philly also has three games in hand. Vancouver has three games in hand. Um but yeah. Um yeah, Vegas just needs to lock it button it down on um defense and maybe get a some more defense as well as a backup goaltender as well cuz you're going to tire out uh, Mark Andre Fleury, and if he gets injured, you can might as well just throw this freaking um, season and uh, throw it in the garbage, and just hope better for next year. Um, but yeah, I mean, I might be a kind of like a pessimistic view, but you know, that's that's honestly how I feel about it. Um, and I hope that they get the help that they need. But yeah, that's uh, the episode here for you. Um, don't forget to, to if you're uh, listening to this on YouTube, like, share, subscribe to the channel. Uh, I have a video in the corner for you guys to check out. Sub down below. 
uh, if you have not subscribed already. And if you're listening to this on Anchor, Apple Music, Google Podcast, Spotify, and now Stitcher. Uh, st- we're on Stitcher now. Um, don't forget to rate the, the um, podcast, subscribe, and uh, yeah, that should be it. And I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you very much.